Welcome to the podcast where beast mode meets manifesting goddess. If you're ready to become the energetic match for all of your desires and start achieving from a place of joy and expansion, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, a health and energy coach, unicorn lover, and Amazon best-selling author. Crushing your goals can feel like self-care, and together we are going to slay and thrive. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Slay and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Kayla Van Egdom, and I am wishing all of you a very happy July. And also, how is this year half over already? I don't know about you, but it has been flying by for me. Today's episode is most likely going to be a bit shorter, but it contains a vital message and a lesson that is going to help you slay and thrive. The core message is this. Please do not quit before the good part. Any change we try to make in our lives is going to feel uncomfortable in the beginning. So much of our lives are really run on autopilot until we switch into manual. So I want you to think about all the things you do every day without even thinking about them. Your drive to work or to your children's school, the routine you go through most mornings, all that stuff has probably become pretty automatic. Then what happens when we want to change something in our life? We're going against these habitual automatic impulses. Maybe we're learning something that is a brand new skill for us. Maybe we are trying to play an instrument or even like when we first try to drive. Sure, it becomes second nature eventually, but I remember trying to learn to drive being so uncomfortable at first. In the beginning, when we're wanting to change something, it's all new. And for most of us, it doesn't feel good to start practicing a new thing at the beginning. Most of us, myself included, don't like to feel like we're bad at something. It kind of feels like a blow to our ego. It can also be frustrating. So what will often happen is that we'll revert back to the only things we're good at or we fall back to our old default before we can accomplish a sense of mastery in whatever it is we're trying to do. I personally love thinking about this concept using something called the hierarchy of competence and how it applies to this concept of not quitting before the good part. First, you have your unconscious incompetence. You're not paying attention to the thing you're not skilled in. You don't realize or don't even really care because it's not in your world. You don't care or realize that you're not naturally talented with music or art because you've never picked up a guitar or picked up a paintbrush. Then you have conscious incompetence. This is when you start practicing the skill or the new habit or routine, whatever it is, 
And this is when you realize that, A, this is really hard to implement on a regular basis, and B, you aren't very good at it. This is what you might call the bad part, or the part before the good part. It's uncomfortable. There's frustration. There's irritation. There's this effort involved. And there's also a learning learning curve. And that learning curve can feel pretty steep at times, depending on what you're trying to learn or change. However, if you keep picking up that instrument or practicing that new routine, proceeding as imperfectly and messily as you need to, you're going to reach a state of conscious competence. This is when you're now getting good at the thing, but you still have to focus on your form and technique. It still requires a level of focus, but you start to feel good about it because even though you have to focus, it's a good focus because you are getting the hang of it. You can feel yourself getting the hang of it and that feels amazing. It starts to feel good when you notice your progress, when you choose to pay attention and see those improvements as you go along. And then if you keep going from there, you get to a really, really good place. Unconscious competence. You've put in all the repetitions. You now have confidence in yourself. And that confidence comes from weeks, months, or years of practice. Now you can just do whatever the thing is without the discomfort and without having to check in on your form and technique. You've integrated the skill or the routine into your identity, and it continues to pay off exponentially in your everyday life. This episode is almost a bit of a follow-up to an episode I did back in November, and that episode was called Make Hard Things Easy. I'll include a link to that episode in the description if you want to return to it, but you don't need to have heard that one to understand this one. And I'm just going to share part of what I shared in that episode today. And I can very easily share this with you because back in November, I was still at a place where I wouldn't record an episode without writing out the entire thing first. And then I would read it out loud while trying not to sound like I was reading it out loud. And actually, this is another example of moving up the hierarchy of competence. When I started doing this podcast, I was so nervous. I wanted to do a good job, but it wasn't natural. I hadn't put in a lot of repetitions yet. So I would write out all my episodes. And that meant every episode took a long time to create because I'd first take the time to write it out and then I'd record it. I knew this probably wasn't a sustainable way to keep the podcast going. So now I've actually switched to using an outline instead of writing out the entire thing. Maybe one day, as I move up the hierarchy of competence, I will just have one or two talking points, or maybe I won't need any prompts at all. Anyways, back in November, I was sharing a conversation I was having at my job with a coworker. He had started the job about a month or so after me, So we were kind of in the same boat with our skill level and our learning curve. In this episode, I was referring to a day where we'd both managed to build about 1,350 doors. And we were both on lines one and two, which had the same targets. 
and we'd built this many doors when usually we had been building about 1100 or 1200. So this was a big improvement. And also the actual target for those lines was 1550 doors. So this coworker was talking to me about this near the end of this workday where we'd built 1350 doors. And he was like, wow, we really pushed so hard and went so fast today. It was crazy. And all I could think about was, wow, we have to do this every day. And actually even better because we're supposed to be hitting 1550. How is that going to happen? And I replied with some reassurance that it was going to get easier. We would get to a point through consistently practicing every day where we could hit 1550 and it would actually feel easier than it did when we were unpracticed and still learning. And this is it. This is the one thing that makes any hard thing easy is repetitions over time. And this is how you get to that good part. So I shared that back in November and now we're into July. And just last week, I was working with this particular coworker again for the first time in a while. We don't usually build doors together because I'm now usually on line six and he's over on the other side of the department on line one or two. But we were building doors together this day and just having a conversation about work. And he's actually the one that inspired this episode. Uh, so big thanks to him for that. And he was talking about how much he enjoys this job and how grateful he is to have it. He was also talking about the big mistake that most of the new employees make when they start there. He said something like, the problem is that most people quit before it gets good. The hardest part of this job is the first few months. Then it's actually amazing. And I feel the exact same way. And I know I've gushed about it before, but I actually really enjoy this job. I like building doors. It's like getting paid to work out all day. I like that there's targets and that you're in this competition on a daily basis. I also like, honestly, after years of being a trainer and talking to people all day, a job where I can actually go hours without having much talking happening. It's just this beautiful reprieve for my naturally introverted soul. And then there's tons of other amazing benefits too. Like I've gotten two teeth cleanings and a wisdom tooth pulled this year and I've paid zero dollars for any of it. I have never had a benefits package that is this good. I mean, you get like RRSP matching after your first three months. And I think that's kind of unheard of these days. I mean, I've only ever had one other job where they did that and you had to be working there for a year first instead of three months. Um, P.S. If you are looking for a job and you're in Chilliwack, <laughs> tell them I sent you and I actually think I get like some money, but I'm totally joking about that. Anyways, uh, so the good part is after those first few months, there are a ton of amazing things about this job and yet I have never seen turnover like I've seen at this place. People will walk out on day one in the middle of their second week. Sometimes they last a month. 
but so many of them never give themselves enough time to get to the good part. And that good part is where they get good at the job, to the point where it almost becomes effortless and second nature, to the point where they get past probation and get to reap all these incredible benefits, the good part where they feel like part of the team and get to have a lot of fun and laugh with everyone. Because of the high turnover, there's almost a bit of like distrust and aloofness towards most people when they're first new there. But once the guys realize that you're there for the long run and that you're actively trying your best, you actually, they're awesome and you get to work with all these cool people. I was also talking to another guy who's worked there for over a decade now. And he's around my age, so I think he started the job when he was about 17 or 18, probably just out of high school. And back in the day, they didn't have like HR or anything like that. And just like this has changed drastically over the last decade everywhere, there wasn't a lot of anti-bullying standards in place at the time. So it was a bit of a wild west. And this particular coworker told me about how he went home from his first day at the job crying and not wanting to go back. Fortunately, his dad told him to just keep going and sticking it out for a while longer to give it a fair chance. Now, he also really loves this job and he's reaping all these benefits and he's honestly so good at his job. I would like to be half as awesome at building doors as him by the time I leave. He stayed until the good part, even though he went home in tears that first day, even though he wanted so badly to quit. This other coworker of mine, the one I talked about first, they also stayed until the good part, even though the job felt awkward and he couldn't possibly imagine being able to hit target day after day when he was first learning to build doors. I share this story because it's so powerful and can be applied to every part of a person's life. So my message for you today is this. Don't quit before the good part. And by good part, I'm not saying that you don't also get to enjoy the journey. I am all about enjoying the journey as we're going to dive deeper into next week. However, I also know and acknowledge that there is going to be a level of discomfort when you're working towards a change or an improvement. Change rarely feels good. There's going to be a learning curve. The challenge is so many people, myself included on many occasions, keep quitting before it gets good. They quit while it's still uncomfortable. So they never get to experience that part where it stops feeling uncomfortable and crappy. Quitting before it gets good keeps us in a state of being perpetual beginners, where we just feel like we suck. When we don't suck, we just haven't put enough reps in yet. None of us suck. You can truly achieve anything you want And with enough repetitions and consistency over time, it gets to feel amazing. You deserve the good part, the really good part, 
where the discomfort continues to recede over time and you gain mastery over these skills that you're building and then you gain the desire to keep practicing the skills because they become inherently pleasurable because now you've reached this place of unconscious competence. I am a big fan of James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits. He sends out this weekly newsletter, and it always has these quotes and ideas. Back in May, he sent out one of his newsletters that included this idea. Most big, deeply satisfying accomplishments in life take at least five years to achieve. This can include building a business, cultivating a loving relationship, writing a book, getting in the best shape of your life, raising a family, and more. Five years is a long time. It is much slower than most of us would like. If you accept the reality of slow progress, you have every reason to take action today. If you resist the reality of slow progress, five years from now, you'll simply be five years older and still looking for a shortcut. Again, that was from a newsletter by James Clear. And I want you to think about this concept of a five-year commitment. And at the end of the five-year commitment, you get that really good part, the deeply satisfying sense of accomplishment, where you've taken your goal so far into its epic fruition that you've now blown your own mind. But, as he says, five years is a long time. It's a long time to keep going towards something. But what if you knew that by continuing on the journey towards your most deeply desired goals for an entire five years, you would get there and it would be just as glorious as you imagined, if not more so. Wouldn't you still do it? And the best part is, while there's that really epic good part at the end of five years or a year or however long, as long as you keep going, you can enjoy so many micro good moments along the way. It will get easier and easier. You will feel better and better as a result of continuing this journey. Eventually, compound interest will kick in. It is so worth it to just keep going. There is so much for you if you just stay the course and refuse to get quit. You deserve the ultimate good parts and all the micro good parts along the way. I truly want that for you and I just hope this has inspired you to keep going if you're in a challenging season of life. As always, I appreciate you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you again very soon. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you're loving this podcast, I would be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a rating and review of this podcast wherever you listen, and maybe even share this episode with a friend or two. And if you want bonus live trainings, challenges, a monthly book club, and a community of other amazing people looking to slay and thrive daily, I would love for you to join our free Facebook community, the Unicorn Thunder Playground. Hope to see you inside.